Welcome to a new episode of the This Is Me podcast. That song that started us off there uh, was a song by Anthem Lights. Um, Anthem Lights is one of my favorite bands to listen to on YouTube. Uh, as I get myself set up here, I suppose I could sit up there. But um, yeah, Anthem Lights, uh, their original stuff, their covers, they are kind of foremost a Christian band. Um, but they do a lot of covers of other songs as well um, and this one is a One Direction cover um, of What Makes You Beautiful, um, One Thing and Gotta Be You uh, and I, I really enjoy the covers. I really enjoy all kind of covers. Uh, I, I like a lot of YouTube music. Um, so uh, that's what we start off with. Um, today's podcast is going to be on uh, social media and the, the danger, the sort of poison of social media. Um, I was going to do a fun one today, uh, but this kind of just came into my mind, um, and I've got a couple of fun ones coming up. Uh, I'm going to do one at some point where I watch a wrestling match and just kind of give my, uh, probably a match I haven't seen before, and just kind of react to it, and I'll, I'll record that. Um, and then I also have one coming up with Alicia where we're going to do, uh, this is kind of her idea pitch, uh, where we do our favorites of the 90s and kind of compare them. Um, so we'll, co we'll come up with a list of um, you know, favorite uh, 90s TV show, uh, favorite 90s um, singer, favorite 90s food, uh, and we'll come up with our number one and, and we'll kind of go back and forth about what our number one picks are for this stuff. Um, I'm going to get my drink ready. Uh, hopefully it's a good one. Let's see. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, okay, uh, so uh, before I get started, I, I have something that I, I want to mention that kind of goes along with uh, what the podcast is about. First of all, for those of you that have been listening, thank you very much. Um, you know, I have a fair amount of people that actually are listening to these podcasts, which is um, surprising and, and I'm thankful. Uh, particularly my last one about eating disorders got a lot of people listen um, and it got a lot of um, uh, just positive feedback and reactions, and and I'm thankful for kind of all I heard from uh, from those different people that reached out. Um, so yeah, so thank so thank you for that. Um, but the the thing that I was gonna mention was, I don't know why it popped into my head, but just the the premise of uh, looking towards the future a lot, and you know it's good to have goals and it's good to um. It, want to pursue things and, and stuff like that. But I find a lot of times myself, and I think a lot of people, we look so forward to the future 
um, that we find ourselves kind of not living in the present. And it, it's this dangerous trap because, it, again, it, it's good to look forward to some stuff, right? Like if you really like Christmas and Christmas is coming up or you're getting married, um, you've got a, a Disney World vacation coming up, whatever it may be, like that's fine to look forward to. But I, I find a, a big problem that happens is as we're looking forward, we, we've got all this great stuff that's happening and we're just rushing by it. Like we, we can't wait for September to go and October to go. Yeah, but what about you know our best friend's birthday that's in September? Or what about going back to school or going back to your job? Um, you know, what about uh, going over to your, your parents' house for dinner in October? You know, all these different things that like seem like they're, they're so minuscule to this big event that we're waiting for. But if we weren't waiting on that big event, these would be important parts of our lives. But because we, we want this big event to come, we're just so rushing through everything else that's happening before that, um, which isn't fair to, to those events. It's not fair to us because at the end of the day, you know, you're going to remember these big events, but, but why sacrifice 10 things for one thing? Right? Um, and then I find what the other danger happens is then when you get to that big thing, and I'm super guilty of this, and it's one thing I noted that, that I wrote down, um, we get there and then we're so like, we, like we're so happy to be there, but we just don't want to like go back to our regular life that it ends up like going by so fast. Like we spend this whole time on our vacation or doing whatever we're doing, worried about, oh man, like, you know, it, it's, it's two days till I get back to work and we're like, ah. I don't want to go back to work. I don't want to have to do this. I don't want to do that. And like, we never live in the moment, right? Like enjoy the vacation you're on. Enjoy like the, the dinner you're eating. Um, and it's good to look forward. But if you're not living in the moment, you're just missing out on so many like memories that you could make. They're not memories that you do make because you're, you're looking to the future. So it, when it's all said and done, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but it could be a big deal. Um, so it's it just stuff that I was kind of thinking about. Um, so, um, drinking magic hour, uh, from artifact. I, I bought a bunch of artifact ciders a couple weeks ago. Um, it's not bad. It's, uh, it could be a little colder and I could pour it into a glass. And if I did that, it, it probably would be a little bit better. Um, it's not as sweet as I thought it was going to be, I think. Um, and I don't mind non-sweet cider, uh, but I think, I don't know, it's just called Magic Hour. And it's got some really cool can. So I kind of thought it was going to be a little sweeter. But um, yeah, so so this podcast uh, is, is about kind of the, the poison, the danger of social media. And a lot of it starts off with the fact that um, this week, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm more of a lurker on social media. I don't post a ton, particularly on Instagram or Twitter. Twitter, I don't post anything at all. Um, Instagram, I, I very, very rarely post. And Facebook, I post occasionally, usually more so kind of like political thoughts or uh, sports-related thoughts. Um, but, but yeah, particularly Instagram and Twitter, I, I don't post much at all. And Instagram and Twitter, uh, this week, I decided to uninstall off my phone uh, because Instagram in particular, but Twitter as well, um, I mainly use on my phone. Uh, Twitter, I'll, I'll occasionally, like if I'm watching wrestling and I have my computer, I might go on Twitter on it. I very, very, very rarely uh, go on Instagram on my, on my computer just because it's, uh, it's built for you know mobile services. It's just better on the phone. Um, so I uninstalled those so I wouldn't go on them as often. And I told myself I wasn't going to go on Facebook very much anymore. Uh, at the very least, I wasn't going to read comments 
under like articles and stuff. Um, and I didn't, I like, I didn't do that strong enough. I find like I'm kind of an all or nothing sort of thing or sort of guy. And so if I don't do it, um, or I don't make myself do it, I, I kind of get uh, lackadaisical with it. So uh, what I need to kind of start off with is I, I think I actually might just go from a pure sort of break from Facebook um, and then uh, and then kind of get back to it and then not read uh, articles on stuff. Um, and I was doing this for a couple reasons off social media. I spend most of my time on the internet on social media. Um, I also check my email far too much for work. Um, you know, I probably check my email. I check my email in between. I probably look at my email three or four times, five times while I'm lifting weights. Um, you know, in between sets while I wait the minute, minute and a half in between my reps. Um, usually I'll, I'll check my email a couple times there. Um, I probably check my email, I don't know, upwards of eight to 10 times a day, um, which I'm okay with because a kid e e emails me, I want to be able to get back to the kid. Um, but then I don't really want to deal with the other stuff I see when I, when I do check my email. Um, but yeah, so I check my email a lot. I check social media a lot. Um, I go on Strava a lot, which is probably another form of social media, which I'll get into, I guess. Um, the only things I check that really that aren't social media, uh, are probably ESPN, uh, and let's run. Um, you know, th those are probably, and let's run, you could, could argue it's, it's kind of a, a cesspool of, of bad stuff, but, but it's more entertaining than anything else. Um, so yeah, most of the stuff I'm doing online is social media based. Uh, even if you include Strava in on that, uh, for, and for those of you that don't know, Strava is basically just a, uh, a website where you can log it, It's like a running log, biking log, uh, but you can give people likes and you can comment on people's stuff and everything. Um, and there's uh, a couple other like uses for it, but, um, so yeah, I uninstalled that stuff and I did it, um, because for two big reasons, one, like I said, I, I'm spending too much time doing that stuff. And I, I hate being on my phone. I wish I didn't have a smartphone, uh, but I, I like the smartphone so I can listen to, to podcasts. Um, beyond that, like I really, like obviously a smartphone's convenient. I can look up stuff on it, uh, but it just, it consumes me way more than I want it to. Um, and you know, I'd rather instead of um, hanging out with my son and being on my phone or, or watching TV at night with my wife and being on the phone. Like I wish it, it's an addiction that I think a lot of us are addicted to and I wish I could just get rid of it. Um, so part of my thought is if I'm, if I'm not using those things, then I, I'm not really going to, um, be on, uh, be on my phone as much. Um, so that's one benefit. The other benefit is I, I think it's just really poisonous stuff. Um, the, the negative stuff that is kind of connected into what happens on social media. And there's, there's a couple pieces to sort of this negative stuff. Um, you know, I, I think a big piece of it, and it, it kind of goes into subcategories, but it, it's, it's comparing yourselves to other people. And one thing I meant to do on this podcast, because I know a lot of you are listening to, to this podcast, which again, I'm thankful for. Um, and, and that's great. Um, that's why I want to do like a funny one coming up because I had a really serious one with the eating disorder and this one's a little bit serious too. And I, I figure, you know, you have enough problems in your life. <laughs> you don't need to sit here, here and, uh, listen to me talk about more depressing stuff, uh, for, you know, a half hour, or whatever. Um, so, you know, I don't really want to sort of depress people. If I had any funny jokes to tell, I would, uh, I would tell them in the midst of these podcasts. Um, but yeah, I suppose that's maybe why I talked about my magic hour for a little bit because this really is a super cool can. Artifact is a cool place. Uh, it was in Springfield. It's in Florence uh, now. It's it's this cool little cidery. Um, 
and yeah, it, it's uh, they they make good stuff. Um, and really cool cans, right? So check out some artifact if you like really cool cans. One thing I want to do in my, my basement, which part of it is my man cave, um, is I want to find a cool way to, to display my uh, cider cans that I drink. Uh, because one, just so I can sort of remember uh, the, can, the cans I've had, uh, but also just to, so I can see, you know, like different like locations I've gotten cans from, but also just kind of keep this cool little look of, uh, uh, of these unique cans that, that I've been getting. Um, you know, last time I went to Table and Vine, um, I just bought the cans purely off of how they looked, which was kind of a, a cool, fun thing to do. So I'll do a podcast maybe on cider at some point. I don't, I don't know much about cider, but, um, you know, I don't drink beer. Um, I, I don't really drink wine or anything. Um, I didn't really drink anything until I was like 26 or 27. Um, so cider is kind of my, my fun little thing to sort of experiment on and, and try different stuff. But, um, but yeah, social media... It's a, a lot of comparing. Um, it, it's comparing uh, yourself. It's comparing people around you. It's comparing things that you have. You know, we were at the movies last night, and this has happened a couple times. Uh, we were at the uh, like a drive-in movie last night where you could sit outside your car, and these little kids had um, uh, glow sticks. And Wiley was like, oh, Dad, I want those. And he kept over and over again, even though I kept telling him, no, you, you couldn't buy them. These kids brought it. Like, if you could buy them, I probably would have bought them one. But these kids brought it. And he's like, Dad, I want one of those. Those are so cool. And I told him, and I've told him this multiple times, be happy with the stuff that you have. Right? Like, you have all this cool stuff. You have, you know, this at home and that at home, this at home. Um, you, you shouldn't want what other people have. Uh, because you need to be satisfied with the things that you have. And obviously he's four years old, so he doesn't really hear what I'm list- saying anyways. And he just continues to say, hey, I want that stuff. And I tell him the same thing over and over again about being happy with what you have. Um, but how true it is, right? We are just like a four-year-old. We see something that someone else has and we want it. Um, you know, whether that is, again, like clothing or food or uh, attractions. Um, you know, we just want these things. And with social media, like we can't escape it. Um, and there's two real negatives I personally have found social media. It's that wanting of something and it's the, uh, like the infuriating discussion that you can't have. Like you see someone post something on social media and you know that like a discussion with them on social media is just futile and like your own personal friends, you can disagree with them stuff and you can have great conversations. Right, like I love getting to hang out uh, with with some of my friends and have political discussions. I love talking politics with uh, with Conley and Dan. Uh, it, it is a ton of fun. Uh, we don't always see a hundred percent eye to eye on stuff, uh, but I love hearing their opinions. I love being able to go back and forth with them on, on different things. And on social media, it's just not that case. And particularly like when you're reading like news articles. You go on, like, you know, I follow Mass Live and CNN and Fox News and, like, you read what people write on that and it's like, like, you're, you're wrong, like, you're stupid, but, like, they're, you know you're not going to get through with them and I'm not going to get in an argument with someone on the internet. I never post that stuff because I don't know that person. I don't care enough to, like, correct that person or, you know, get into some sort of dispute with them. Uh, but I'll get back to that stuff. I, I, I think probably the, the main reason, so I deleted it in that case because it was sort of... Um, Give me undue stress, I suppose, particularly with reading stuff about the opening up of schools and how people are kind of bashing teachers a little bit. It was just unneeded stress. Um, but particularly the wanting case, right? Like I found on social media, um, particularly on, on Twitter and Instagram, right? 
I would follow uh, I'd follow wrestlers uh, because I, I like to know what's going on in wrestling. Um, and, and I'd follow uh, and I also like to like their stuff so that way they're getting more likes on social media. But I follow runners because um, again, I want to follow the sport. And I follow, um, I don't know, I, I follow like Instagram models, I guess. I don't really follow a lot of Instagram. I, I don't think I'd really follow anyone that we consider. I guess not an Instagram model. I follow celebrities who like post pictures on social media, right? Like I don't really know if I follow anyone that's not necessarily famous. But the Kardashians and people like that, you know. And and you're following these people, um, you have to admit, because even with the runners and the, uh, and the wrestlers, right? Like... You're following them because you find them attractive. Um, you know, I'm following these women on social media that, that I find to be attractive. And the wrestlers and, and runners, right? Like, I don't follow them specifically because I find them to be attractive. But they are, right? Like, you know, like a professional runner and a professional wrestler are, are well-built, in-shape guys. Um, and so, you know, me, as I'm trying to lift and put on more muscle and get in shape and deal with my injuries and dealing with my eating disorder that I talked about last week and all these different things... I'm, I'm looking at these men on social media and I'm like, well, I wish I could look like that. And the big dilemma with that sort of stuff is I so want to look like that gaunt runner, right? Like that that runner, that, that look of the, the super, super skinny runner that a lot of people are like, oh, why would you want to be that skinny? That's totally how I want to look. But because I'm trying to lift weights, I see like these professional wrestlers and athletes, basketball players. I'm like, well, I want to look like that too. And my body is completely torn because there's part of me that like wants to be this like, and this isn't even that big, but like wants to be like this 140, 150 pound, like kind of muscled up guy. Um, and there's the other part of me that wants to be the 120, 125 pound runner. Um, it, it's really kind of weird dilemma when looking at these guys on social media. But there's jealousy, right? I look at them and I'm like, oh man, like if I could look like this, I could look like that. I was watching a wrestling show um, earlier this week and one of the wrestlers came back from injury. And I was like, oh my God, that guy is ripped. Um, and I was like, but he's like, he's not that kind of ripped where, you know, he's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger ripped. He's like, you know, eight pack, 10 pack, whatever, uh, just really solid put together. Something where you look at him, you're like, oh man, like if I put in the work, I could look like him, right? Because he's not, he doesn't look like he's on steroids. It doesn't look like absurd to look like him. Uh, but like, I'm not going to, um, you know, have that 2% body fat sort of thing. Um, and so you look at that, there's a lot of jealousy that comes into play there. And then, like I said, the the, the women uh, that I follow, uh, the celebrities, I don't even know. Like, I'll tell you who pops up first on my – that would be a fun little exercise for this. I'll go on my computer here. We'll see who pops up on Instagram first. Uh, <laughs> the very first uh, person up on here is uh, Craig Morse. Uh, so not uh, – well, Craig Morse, I, I very much envy and would love to be like Craig Morse. Uh, but he doesn't fit the, uh, the mold of what we're doing here. Um, uh, and there, there's Yvonne uh, up on the top of uh, um, the highest point in Massachusetts uh, doing the YMCA. So both of these are killing the, the point I'm trying to make here with, with Craig and Yvonne. Uh, as much as I, I would love to be like Craig and Yvonne, they're, they're not quite hitting what I'm talking about. Um, you know, the next picture that comes up is Jessica Hall. Uh, Jessica Hall is a runner, um, professional runner, really good professional runner. Um, you know, LeBron's up next. Uh, Tony Storm, a professional wrestler after that. Uh, Peyton Royce, a professional wrestler after that. She's in a bikini because she was in a, a, just in a bikini contest or like a, a bikini, uh, yeah, I, like, a, like a fitness competition. Uh, there's the athlete special who's a runner that I follow. Um, 
Paige, who's a, a wrestler uh, in this uh, um, bathing suit, is up next. Um, you know, so you kind of get the the gist there. Uh, Chelsea Green is up next. She's a wrestler. Um, another basketball one. Um, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, lots of wrestlers. Jen Selter's probably the only Instagram model I follow. Uh, so Jen Selter's next. Um, but yeah, so the, the point I'm kind of getting across is there, there's these attractive women on my, my social media, and they're there for multiple reasons, right? They're there, like I said, because I like running, because I like wrestling, because I want to support them, yada, yada. But you can't help to look at them. And so I'm scrolling through my Instagram on a daily basis, and there's these women just like butts out, uh, bikinis, uh, just well-built, well-toned women, uh, really, really attractive, good-looking women. And after a while, you're like, what am I looking at? Like, why on, on a daily basis, multiple times a day, and I'm not going multiple times a day on Instagram, and I don't know if, like, if anyone else is like this in, in my case, right? Like, I don't go on Instagram to look at, like, these attractive women or, like, the men that, that are on there. Like, that's not why I go on social media, but because in my mind, I've, I've been triggered to think that I'm bored if I'm not going on my phone. I'll go on my phone and I'll go on Instagram because I'm like, okay, well, I'm on my phone. I don't go on that many websites. I'll go on Instagram. And so multiple times a day, I'm scrolling through and looking at these attractive women. And it's fine to look at attractive people. But again, I'm like, why am I doing this multiple times a day when I have my, my beautiful wife at home, right? My wife that I love to, to cuddle with, to hang out with, to, to watch TV with, um, you know, to be married to, uh, to go on hikes with, to go on trips with, you know, why am I not focusing more time on my wife and I'm spending, you know, however long I'm on, on Instagram, I don't think I'm on that long, but, you know, 15 to 30 minutes, probably less than 30 minutes, but 15 to 30 minutes a day, why am I on Instagram looking at a half-naked women um, who I, admittedly I like looking at um, because they're attractive, right? It, it's nice to look at them. Uh, but again, like why, why am I even like subjecting myself to that? And is that even like, it's not cheating, right? But is that even like a form of cheating, Right, like, like why? Like, it's different than like if you're just walking down the street and you, you know, you can't help but a, a woman walks by you and you're like, okay, like that's an attractive woman and she walks by me and now I'm gonna keep walking. But this is like you are purposely going online and you're going on your social media and you're seeing these attractive people. Um, and it, it's like, you know, what, what am I even doing? Like, why am I looking at at these these half naked women all the time? You know, the Kardashians. You know, uh, Kylie Jenner post all these pictures and um, you know I for one in, in, enjoy the the body parts that the Kardashians are are famous for um, but why am I why am I looking at this all the time you know what good does that do me like what productivity does that do me how does it help me how does it help my marriage how does it help my my time um, and we just keep we keep going back on it because we're so consumed by it and we don't know how to get away from it because we're, we think we're bored, right? Like we like we look at kids being bored, but even as adults, we just think we're bored all the time. And, and our brain's like, okay, well, I'm watching TV, but I can't just watch TV. Let me go online at the same time. Um, and it's something I really want to get away from just doing that. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's just there's a poison there with um, with being on, on this, this social media that like it's just not – it's not good. Uh, and again, like comparing stuff, just like a little kid, just like my, my four-year-old son. Um, you know, I sit there and and I look at the the clothes that people have. I look at the times that I go on Strava and I look at the workouts that people have done. 
Um, I look at, I go on these YouTube videos, that's social media. You look at the weights that's, that these people are lifting. Um, I go on Facebook, I look at pictures of, of kids, um, little kids, and I see like, uh, okay, like this little kid is doing this and doing that. Well, can my son do this? Can my son do that? And that's one of the worst things you should ever do. Like for those of you new parents, I'll shout out Phil again because Phil will not listen to this podcast. One, as I've said it multiple times, Phil will just not listen to these podcasts anyways uh, because Phil will say he's going to listen to these podcasts and then get completely distracted uh, and just not know what he's doing and, he's, and he won't listen to the podcast. He also won't listen to these podcasts because he has two brand new boys um, and he has far better things and more important things to do than to listen to the, these podcasts. Um, but we love you, Phil, and uh, you'll never know that because you won't listen to these podcasts. Um, so... Uh, what is that? Um, oh yeah, like you you look at oh so th- that's my message to kind of new parents and stuff is like d- like you're I know you're gonna be scared to to wonder like is my kid keeping up right like is my kid are they hitting all this, those developmental milestones and it's fine to check that stuff but if you're doing that realistically I would more so just worry ask your doctor is my kid hitting like the lowest of milestones? Because you want to make sure obviously that, that your kid doesn't need to go for like special help somewhere, you know, that they don't need to see a specialist or whatever it may be. Um, but just comparing them to like other people in your bubble uh, and like their kids, there, there's millions upon millions of kids out in the world and you probably know like five people with kids and, and your kid's going to be like ahead of one or two of them and they're going to be behind one or two of them. And comparing them to these other people will just drive you nuts. And I was guilty of it for so long to the point where I, there are some people who who I'm, I'm friends with, or you know, not that I'm that I know. I, I don't unfollow anyone that I'm friends with in real life. But there's people that I that I know, um, and they have kids, and I was unfollowing them um, because I just didn't want to compare my son to, to what they were doing. And it wasn't, it wasn't their fault, right? They're not bragging on social media purposely to, to make me compare, but I was doing it. And like, that's a terrible feeling to be like, oh my goodness, like how's my son doing? Is, is he, can he keep up? Um, and so you're comparing your son, you're comparing your wife, you're comparing yourself, you're comparing your house. Okay. Oh, like my, my friend just bought a house. Well, what's their house look like compared to mine? Oh, they, that's a really nice house. I wonder how much money they make. I couldn't afford that house. Um, and it's all these things that we do that I'm sure people did before social media and before the internet was really big. You know, like when our parents were kids, I'm sure they did that as well. Or like younger adults, I'm sure they did as well. But it's so much easier to do under social media. And if you don't realize that you're doing it, maybe you aren't and great for you. But if you don't realize that, that you're doing it, I suggest you do what I'm going to do and, and take a break from social media. But don't just take a break from it and then eventually go back to it. Um, if you want to go back to it, fine. But I, a lot of people take breaks from social media. They take these kind of short little breaks. Um, but reevaluate how you're going to use social media when you go back to it after your break. And I haven't reevaluated yet. I'm not sure how I'm going to use it when I go back to it after my break. Um, because if you just go back to it how you're doing it regular, then you it's, it's like yo-yo dieting, right? It's like uh, going on a crash diet and losing 10 pounds and then picking out and gaining all the way back. Right, like if, if social media stresses you out and is bad for you mental and your mental health and you go back to it, it's just gonna be bad for your mental health again. Right. So you have to figure out how, how can you reuse it after a while. Um Yeah, so I mean that's just kind of my mindset a little bit on on the dangers of it. Cause it's again, it's 
it's not fair to yourself. It's not fair to the people around you. Um, there's there's so many great things in your life. Um, and again, I, I this isn't meant to be like a self-help thing. When, when I say like there's so many great things in your life, I really mean there's so many great things in my life. But I feel like you're listening to this as well, so I, I might just give you advice while I'm saying it. But I'm really just talking to myself. Um, you know, there's so many great things in my life um, and and we just, we get this warped uh, sense, sense of like, mindset here. You know, I'll give you a little TMI um, that uh, that I won't go much much into, uh, but this is something that people talk about all the time, um, you know, analogies people make. Uh, like the porn culture is so big in our society, and that's not really social media. I guess it could be social media, but there, there's so much available pornography online now, right? Uh, where like when, you know, when we were like teenagers um, and you were waiting, like I remember watching wrestling when I was a kid, and there was uh, two real famous wrestlers, for those of you that watched it back then, Sable and Sonny. And Sonny was the most downloaded woman on AOL. And Sonny dressed up in this little cheerleader costume and stuff. And I remember, uh, you know, we had dial-up, right? So you're, you're, you're waiting for Sonny to download just a picture of her in her cheerleader outfit. And you're waiting there, you know, like like 15 minutes as, as it goes doop, doop. And like each little bit of the picture is like eventually like slowly showing up on it. Uh, you know, nowadays, you, like you can, like, I don't know, you, why would you buy porn videos? You, you can watch any porn you want online, like all the time, um, you know, like, and, and they say like that, that's terrible for people's relationships, obviously, but it's also terrible for people's sex lives uh, because you see what happens in a, in a porn or a pornography and you're like, oh, like I want to try this or why can't it be like that? And you're judging yourself off something that's not real. Right, and it's you now to move away from from that TMI. We go back to social media. The same thing's happening, right? I, I'm judging myself off of things that aren't necessarily realistic, um, off of how people look when I can't look like that. Going back to like someone that might have a bigger house than me that makes more money than me, but that's not realistic, right? Like I like the job that I have. I like the place that I live in. So therefore, I need to accept the the wage I'm going to make. Um, I'm not going to make being a, a private school teacher, a Catholic school teacher in Western Massachusetts. I'm not going to make $150,000 a year. So I can't look at what someone that's a doctor or a lawyer or whatever it is is making and say, "Well, I want to have the same house as them," because realistically, I can't. Um, so it's you know you have to avoid kind of that that warped comparison. Um, and then j- just to kind of finish up, um, I, I mentioned Facebook as well, where there isn't as much comparison, but there is a little bit with the kids and the, uh, the houses and, and stuff like that. But I talked about like the, the poison behind reading people's comments, right? Reading like these uh, anonymous comments. And when I was growing up, I don't know who kind of listened to this here, um, but I remember we used to go on Mass Live, right? And Mass Live had these forums. And we had like the cross country and track form, and it's where us like cross country track kids can go and just talk like smack about each other and stuff. Uh, it was great, like it, it was it was an awesome thing to do in high school. Looking back now, it'd probably be terrible for your mental health, and it'd probably be awful. It's like the precursor to Twitter. It'd be awful to have like nowadays because people would just trash each other. Um, but you know, nowadays, like like I said, I go on Mass Live or you read like one big thing I, I wrote in my notes was. People don't even use social media for themselves anymore. They just repost everything, right? Like reposting memes and reposting quotes and reposting stuff that other people wrote. Like it's not even your own words anymore. And I'm fine with, like that's not an attack on people doing that because a lot of stuff that you repost and I repost are probably pretty worthwhile things. And you're like, well, this is perfect, right? This is written like really well and it's strong and I'm just going to repost it. Um, 
But if you're never posting anything of like your own on social media, like you're literally just reposting all you ever do is repost what other people write. Like it's almost like why like are you are you on social media? Like you're not using it to communicate with anyone. You're not using it to talk to anyone. You're just using it to regurgitate what someone else said. Um, and it, I don't know, it just doesn't seem 100% worthwhile. Not to say you shouldn't use it. If you want to, that's fine. It just doesn't seem 100% worthwhile. Um, so, you know, I try not to, to necessarily do that. But the again, like I, I read people's comments on stuff. And it, I get so infuriated sometimes by what people are saying. But as I mentioned kind of the beginning of the podcast, I, I know I can't get through to them. And, and if I try, it's just going to create an argument. Now, you might say, well, like if, if someone's being racist or sexist or they're uneducated, why not try to get your point across to them, right? Like why not like educate them and, and like really show them uh, like the light? And like, yes, I think you should. But I think that's much easier done in person. And it's a much less frustrating conversation in person because you're dealing with these trolls online who just like uh, will say stupid stuff. Like I was just reading that there's this uh, professional wrestler, this woman who some guy just got arrested because he tried to kidnap her. Um, and, and I will tell you, actually, let me go back to it so I remember exactly what, what they said. I was, uh, I was reading the story. And I was reading comments that people wrote about this woman. And she's a lesbian. I find her to be very attractive. Um, she's, she's a lesbian woman, though, um, former MMA fighter, uh, professional wrestler now for WWE. And let me see uh, um, if some of that stuff is, is still up there. Um, let's see. They looked at it a while ago, so uh, I wanted to see if I remember exactly kind of what some of the. I wonder if some of the stuff was deleted because it was just so. Um, oh, so so someone says on the bright side, maybe she'll finally stop talking about being a lesbian and talk about this now. Kind of insinuating that like all she ever does is like uh, preach for uh, LGBTQ equality and like uh, proper stuff. Or uh, not proper, like uh, like treating everyone fairly and stuff. Um, this person because she's about to be in a hair for a hair match. So this person says short hair on a woman is highly unattractive. I don't know why he needed to like put that out there. This person says agreed. About fifteen percent can pull it off and look stunning. The other eighty five percent don't. You know these are anonymous people on the internet who like who cares what you think people look like. Um, there was one really infuriating one that. I wonder if it's still on here. Um, oh, this person goes, uh, who would have such an obsession for Sonya? So Sonya is her wrestling nickname. Like this woman was almost abducted. Some guy brought duct tape and all this stuff and he, he broke into her house and he tried to kidnap her. And your comment is, who would be so obsessed with this woman to try that? Like, are you kidding me? Um, and so like, it's almost like, why would I bother to even comment back to that person? They're, they're such an a-hole. They're such a troll. They're such an unhappy person, like pathetic person. Like, why would I even bother? Um, and, but you realize, and so we don't comment back. I very rarely comment on any like thing that, pe- that people post that that's infuriating on any website. Uh, but it just makes me mad because I'm like, how can people like think that way? Um, like how could people be so just like dumb about stuff? 
And, and it's just not good for your mental health because you get so worked up and there's no outlet, right? This is one of the reasons why I made these podcasts, right? Was to try to search for an outlet. So I have no outlet to kind of come back at these people because I'm not going to get an argument with a stranger, but, it, but afterwards it just leaves me feeling so gross because I'm so mad, right? And like you, and going online should almost be like an escape. It's like, okay, like I had a stressful day at work. Uh, it's been a long day. I got home. My wife just fell asleep. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go on social, I'm just going to go on my computer, my, my phone, and I'm going to scroll around a little bit, just kind of zone out for a few minutes before I go to bed. And that few minutes just leaves you so mad and so angry, uh, because people are just like so rude. Um, and it makes you wonder, like, are they like that in real life? Like, and again, I think that's one of the dangers of the poison of social media. It's so great because you can communicate with so many people, you can catch up with people, but you, you meet these people on social media that you never would have met in real life, right? And, and like the, you associate with these people that you just never would have had to have their opinion. And you know that people like the, them exist, but if you, if you have a good circle, then you don't have to deal with asshole people, right? And so if, like, then you don't have to be as stressed as much because you don't have to see these people or hear these people. Um, and social media, just, it, I don't know, it just makes me angry sometimes because you, you almost try to use that as an escape and it just puts you in this, this bad place because of how these people are. Um, so I, I think that for, uh, for the most part, that's it. As I mentioned, I know some of these were long, but some of the, most of them I just I want to kind of keep 30 minutes, 40 minutes or so. Um, but yeah, I, I, this was kind of one I wanted to get out because it is something that I'm about to start trying with my social media. And one thing I really want to try, as I mentioned, I know a lot of people do the social media cleanse and or like going away from social media for a little bit. Um, but I want to make sure that when I go back to it, uh, I, I know how to sort of approach it. Um, and I also just want to be better about being present in my own life, um, you know, celebrating my son's accomplishments, um, being happy with, with my job and, and the work I'm putting in my job, um, loving my wife for who she is um, and, and not being poisoned to like look at some kid that can say more words uh, than, than my kid can or look at someone that makes more money than me or look at someone that's you thought I was going to uh, compare someone to my wife there, didn't you? Uh, but my wife listens to these sometimes. And if I do that, even though I'm saying I shouldn't do it, uh, that may not put us in a good position. So I will not do that. Um, but yeah, but you know, comparing people to my wife, which there is no one in my mind that, that compares to my wife. But when you get like lost in this rabbit hole of social media, um, you, like you just get like these, these warped, mindsets on things um so I, I just find that like social media it's something i don't even use that much and, and again if i didn't have a smartphone i i would use it pretty much non-existently uh especially if i, if I wasn't following wrestling with it because i do a lot of it to like follow wrestling stuff and even wrestling stuff i you know i made a wrestling podcast a while back that's just poison because i read all this like stuff people like hating on on wrestling and i'm like but i'm on a wrestling twitter page like, why are you hating on wrestling? Like, like I don't, I don't go on to like, uh, um, oh, I, there's there's a new show on MTV that's kind of like Laguna Beach, but I can't remember what it is. But like, I don't go on Laguna Beach, even though it doesn't exist anymore. Their Twitter and be like, this show sucks. Well, I, why would I bother doing that? Like, I, it's like when I during basketball season, people go on the on the Duke 
uh, Twitter page and they're like, oh, Duke sucks. And I'm like, well, why are you even following it? Like, I don't follow the North Carolina Twitter page. Um, so I don't know. It, it's just this unhealthy stuff that um, I think I, I'd be a lot better for if I wasn't so wrapped up in it. Um, because not only is it wrapped up in social media, but it also uh, takes my mind off of stuff. And, it, and it's just not good. Uh, it, you, I should have bigger goals. Um, and, and I'm getting distracted by spending too much time, wasting too much time um, doing these things that I think are going to help me relax and unwind, but really aren't. Um, but with that being said, uh, thanks a lot, guys. I got a couple funny ones coming up um, that hopefully you'll like. Uh, have a, a good night. Take care. Hope everyone's well. And I'll talk to you there.